Hey, good morning. Hope you all are doing well. Um, today, I'm feeling good. Got a lot going on uh, today, so we'll try to get through this and then jump into some other things. Um, I got to go downtown and pick up a suit. Um, a friend of mine is getting married in a couple months, and I ordered a suit, and then I got to get that fitted. Um, then uh, a mentor of mine um, who's a professor uh, has recommended one of her master's students reach out to me. Um, because they're doing their thesis on uh, diversity and inclusion um, in a corporate and communication space. So um, I'm going to be someone that she interviews for that, which always thankful to be top of mind for. And there's just a bunch of other things in the ether. So uh, I'm going to be taking care of that. Um, and then I have a technician coming by. If you saw my previous video, this whole internet thing, they're coming by in maybe the next hour to take care of that. So. Um, Got a little bit of, you know, some moving parts today. Not all in my control, but um, we'll see how we net-net. So today, I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, well, let me take a step back. I had a hard time coming up with today's topic. Um, you know, obviously, you're not, you don't wake up every single day in wonder. Sometimes you just wake up and you get straight to work, and today was kind of one of those days. But... As I was relaxing and, and drinking coffee, um, I heard um, we have a park not too far from where I live, and I heard some children um, playing. And you know, it's, it's so it's so interesting listening. And this might sound a little bit creepy with today's culture, but you know, if you've ever was in the park when you see children or just listen to children playing, that there's such a buoyancy to their um, not only voice but just to the energy there's there, there's no restriction there's no um uh, uh calculation they're just having a good old time you know and, and that just made me think about you know my childhood and um you know the few moments of that that i can remember but more importantly how as i'm sure like all of you who are first generation you, know, you come from immigrant parents, first generation college student, first generation XYZ, you know, how we had to step up and grow up pretty early. So much of us, and I'll speak for myself here, I, I, I wouldn't say comfortably that I had much of a childhood. Um, I had to grow up pretty early, right? Not only is kind of the man of the house, but then I had, we were taking care of my great grandmother and I, I just had to step up pretty early, right? And you're not always ready for that, but Sometimes you just have to do it if you choose to accept that responsibility, which I did. Now, the point I'm trying to make here, though, is that got me thinking about, and I'm going somewhere with this, so stay with me. It made me think of, like, other people that are more famous that had to kind of step up early on in their lives. One in particular, Michael Jackson, right? It's funny, I'm mentioning kids, Michael Jackson. This video is going to be crazy. Uh, but with, with due respect to the legend that was Michael Jackson, um... You know, he would, he had um, Neverland and, um, you know, he, in many ways, many would say that he's trying to reclaim um, a sense of his childhood that he lost, right? Because he had to, his father, you know, was really down on him about performing at the highest level, which he did and became the superstar that the world knows. But he was still trying to hold on and reclaim a sense of childhood, even in adulthood. So the question for today is, um, let me pull it up. <laughs> um, what piece of your childhood do you still hold on to? What piece of your childhood do you still hold on to? 
for me, and I want to take a little step back here. Um, when I was growing up, um, my stepfather, who I call my father, he raised me most of my life, but I say it technicality here. Um, he was, um, you know, popular kid growing up and very charismatic, XYZ, XYZ, but uh, he was big into gaming. Gaming was a big part of his life. Um, as a matter of fact, we're talking about the 80s and 90s. Gaming was big for a lot of people. You know, it was that era where a lot of consoles started to come up. There was heavy competition. Um, the gaming industry was really um, uh, blossoming into pop culture in a big way. Now, obviously, I was too young, but later on doing research and looking into things, you learn this. So gaming was big in the culture, and by proxy, gaming was big in our household. Um, my, he would buy every single system. Um, he was... Um, he was uh, just very up to date with things, you know, whenever a new, even handheld, remember the Nintendo SP would come out, he'd have that with the games and he'd let us play it. And um, one big bonding experience we had, right? One tradition um, that we had in our household. And by that, I mean uh, my, 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 my father, myself, and my younger brother is that we'd watch him play uh a game so we, we, we'd watch him do a gameplay walkthrough particularly with scary games so he'd play like Resident Evil or Silent Hill and you know we're between the covers and watching him play with the lights off and he's you know uh, uh, braving through this hallway where you know this hospital hallway and it's dimly lit there's blood on like you know something's about to jump out so we're just like kids watching him do this and he's kind of just going with it and, and that was a huge source of um, bonding for us you know, that's how where we got together and just spend an hour or two together, right? We've done other things, but that was really the main one that we just enjoyed. It was like watching a great movie every single night. And I remember those moments very fondly. I remember never wanting to ever play those games. So he was kind of like the hero in a sense because he would get us from the beginning of the game all the way to the end and he'd take on that whole challenge himself. You know, we were just there for the ride. So to this conversation of what piece of your childhood do you still hold on to, as I began to um, grow up, you know, five years, seven years, ten years, what started to happen, interesting enough, is the gaming industry continued to revolutionize. It continued to grow. It continued to permeate uh, through pop culture. And one trend, and maybe it cheapens it to call it a trend, but one development, global development, is that gameplay walkthroughs, right? That is someone playing a game, recording it, and, and uploading it to YouTube, that actually became popular. That became a genre of entertainment, a global genre of entertainment. As a matter of fact, the biggest YouTuber, PewDiePie, I think he's still number one, has a, over 100 million subscribers, he came up off of playing scary games and doing gameplay walkthroughs. So when I was coming up, uh, late teens, um, early college, throughout college, um, I continued to watch walkthroughs, particularly PewDiePie's, right? Because it was all scary games back then. Now he does more, kind of whatever he feels like. He'll play Minecraft or different games, but, and I respect that as a creator to kind of evolve and do what you're more passionate about, right? Not be a slave to what, you know, uh, runs you a bigger check. So I would watch him growing up. There were other people who I would watch. Shout out to the Rad Brad, big fan of him. Um, as a matter of fact, I still watch his videos and I'm getting there, so stay with me. 
um, and he do walkthroughs of scary games. That kind of became the thing, scary games, because everyone was scared to play them themselves, so you'd watch these people um, play them and live vicariously through them in those moments. And that really became, again, as I was listening to these children uh, today and saying, you know, I had to grow up so early. What was my childhood like? You know, was there anything significant? You know, and that was the thing that came to mind was these, these, these gameplay walkthroughs. That is something that I still hold on to um, today. I still watch gameplay walkthroughs. I still watch uh, The Rad Brad. I still watch PewDiePie every now and then. There's an assortment of other um, uh, uh, commentators and creators who I still watch their gameplay, right? Rad Brad probably being number one right now. And that is a piece of my childhood that I still hold on to, you know, even as we become adults and our lives become more dynamic and spontaneous and more serious. Um, that is something that I still hold on to. As a matter of fact, you know, up until even a couple years, my brother and I would still watch gameplay walkthroughs of scary games, right? Resident Evil, for example, more famously, is still a franchise. Silent Hill, still a franchise that's been around for over 10 years, right? So we still watch those games and that we keep that tradition alive. Um, and just gaming in general, right? It's still a part of our life, still a part of, you know, my life, you know, the, the time commitment is a lot smaller, but it still is there. And, and, and gaming walkthroughs is probably at the top. Even today, like I said, that's probably, I probably commit a lot of time. Like when there's a good game out, that's where most of my time goes. Like most of you, I don't watch TV. Basically, I barely watch Netflix. But if there's a good gameplay um, walkthrough worth watching, I'll do that even now. So um, that's a little bit on me about like a piece of my childhood that I still hold on to. I'd be curious um, to know if there's a piece that you still hold on to. You know, I know some of you um, that know me personally are in your mid to late 20s, maybe even 30s. So that would be a very interesting insight. You know, what about your childhood? What areas or, 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 or activities of your childhood do you still maintain even today? What traditions, what rituals? I'd be interested to know um, and, and, and for those of you that aren't familiar with gameplay walkthroughs, um, I want to think of a recommendation. Um, I would say look up The Rad Brad on YouTube, The Rad Brad Resident Evil 7. I think it's called Resident Evil 7 Biohazard Part 1. Watch that. It's probably an hour long, but watch that. And, and as you watch it, just to kind of give it a little bit of a pump up, think Chainsaw Massacre, think um, uh, Blair Witch. You know, think that that's kind of the theme of the game. They're coming out with Resident Evil 8 now. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. It's kind of a vampire Victorian era theme, but this one right here, you'd love it. If, you, if, you're, if you're looking to brave through um, a, a scary kind of movie, you should watch that. So, so make that your um, Friday night, um, Saturday night uh, activity and let me know what you think. Talk to you soon. Bye.